You can't go wrong with cashback. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Life insurance, while a sensitive topic, is a vital part of smart financial planning, particularly for parents. For a minimal cost, a life insurance policy can provide a means to guarantee that the people who depend on you will be taken care of in the future. Talk to Matt and the team at Hoopy Insurance Services about obtaining coverage to ease your worries and secure financial stability for those closest to you. For over three decades, Hoopy Insurance Services has been helping people just like you get the right life insurance insurance coverage for a cost that fits their budget. Remember, a difficult conversation today could mean peace of mind tomorrow. Find comfort in the experienced and knowledgeable staff of local agents at Hoopy Insurance Services. Call 486-7488. That's 486-7488. Or visit them on the web at hupe-insurance.com. Hoopy Insurance, their family serving your family for over 40 years. Broadcasting live from the Masters Heating and Cooling Studios, this is WKJG 1380 AM, 100.9 FM, Fort Wayne, Indiana, The Fan. This is a presentation of Fort Wayne High School Sports on 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. The Hoopy Insurance Services High School Coaches Show. Hoopy Insurance, our family serving your family for over 40 years. Here's your host, Justin Kenny. Hello, everyone. Welcome in. We are back for another season. Yes, it is the High School Coaches Show here on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM, presented by Hoopy Insurance Services. Here, all football and basketball seasons long to break down Every week of the football and basketball seasons, we'll talk to coaches, we'll talk to some analysts as well, and give our insight throughout the next several months as we wrap up the fall season into the winter season heading into the spring. So join us here each and every Thursday evening at 6 o'clock. Tonight, a bit of an abbreviated show. We'll give way to the Fort Wayne Tin Caps and Dayton Dragons coverage starting at 645 out at Parkview Field. Before that, we'll get... To a couple coaches that will join us uh, about 6.15, Coach Brett Fox, Columbia City Eagles will join us. We'll talk about the Whitley County Showdown against the Cherubusco Eagles coming up tomorrow evening. And then at the bottom of the hour, Coach Ben Johnson, Northside Legends. It'll be his Legends against the Snyder Panthers coming up tomorrow evening out at Spooler Stadium. A rematch of what was a instant classic a year ago out at Chambers Field on the campus of Northside High School. A last-second field goal by Nick Talamentas, lifting Snyder to a 29-28 to win. But we're going to kick it off as we do each and every week, back by unpopular demand, Mr. Bryce Vance, who joins us on the line right now. Bryce, how are you? I'm doing great, and I love unpopular demand. <laughs> I mean... no, Nobody asks this. No, nobody does. Not at all. <laughs> Uh, but but yet here we are, right? Yeah, you you asked me, so I mean, and I don't know how popular you are. I mean, not very. Maybe, yeah, yeah I, I would say that's accurate. <laughs> so two guys that uh, absolutely should not be on the radio at any time are, are joining oh, yeah. us here to talk some high school football. So. Yeah. Well, looking at what we got tomorrow, Bryce, I mean, you know, it's always, you know, the eternal optimist that everybody, everybody's uh, undefeated, right? But also everybody's winless at this point in the season. So 
Uh, when we look at what's going down tomorrow, and, and I think, you know, there's kind of a love-hate thing with what we have in the SAC. Of course, this is the last year of the current format, nine regular season weeks, nine conference games tomorrow or next year. We will split the, the conference in two. We'll have a couple non-conference weeks. But there is something to be said about jumping into the deep end of the conference race right away in week one. It's the only area conference that does so. And we have some big ones tomorrow. You look at Carol Lures. We look at Northside Snyder. We look at Wayne Bishop Dwanger. So what do we see as some of the uh, talking points of the SAC jumping right into the league race, the battle for the bell starting tomorrow night? Yeah, I think these, uh, at least a couple of these matchups, you know, could go a long way in, in deciding uh, the conference crown later on in the season. You definitely don't want to start off 0-1 um, because if you were to get a second loss somewhere down the line um, against one of the better teams in the conference, that kind of ruins your chances. You can, you know, kind of get away with a loss as, as we saw last year um, with Carroll um, and in them being able to finish off the rest of the regular season on, on beaten and then share the conference title. But um, it, it really starts, um, you know, you, you know, talk about the pros and the cons and, you know, they splitting up the, the schedule for, you know, next season, you know, hopefully splitting up the conference and then allowing for the non-conference games, you know, that's more along the lines for hopefully better results in the postseason. Um, I believe, you know, with playing some bigger schools some different opponents and getting different experience that way, uh, but I, I do see the benefits of, of jumping in right away um, because some of these teams are going to be tested um, right away. I think, you know, both with the, the Carroll and, and the Bishop Lures matchup, I, you have two unproven quarterbacks um, that have, you know, have some a little experience, some in garbage time and, and stuff like that. And um, the, the Carroll defense, I think, is, is probably one of the better units in, in the area, um, in the SAC led by Dylan, Bell, Dylan Bennett, um, who's probably one of the best linebackers, you know, in the area. Um, and it's and it's definitely going to be a test for both those quarterbacks. Um, and, and, you know, it, it could go, you know, either way with, you know, could this be a shootout back and forth because these teams don't know how to attack these quarterbacks or, or could these quarterbacks, you know, um, be stuck by, stark by the, the bright lights of Friday night and we could see a low-scoring game um, out of Knights Field. Bryce, when we look at uh, a particular matchup, Wayne and Bishop DeWanger, I think there's a lot of discussion about this game. Could Wayne go in and get a win? You know, they doubled their win total last year to four wins. You look at LaMarion Nelson coming back, one of the better running backs in the area, if not the better best running back in the area. People are looking at Bishop DeWanger and say they could slip. They were 7-5 and five last year, but they did knock off Snyder in the sectional championship game in convincing fashion. So... Could this be an upset alert? Bishop DeWanger has won 10 straight games in the series. Does Wayne have a shot to go into Shields Field tomorrow night and get it up? I think the only shot that, that Wayne does have is if Lamar Nelson goes off because I think the, the Lures defense um, is, is still pretty stacked, um, and they bring back a lot um, from last year's team on the defensive side. Um, offensively, um, you know, they bring in a new talent like C.J. Davis and, you know, how – are they going to be able to utilize him um, and, and be able to put him in different situations and get him the ball um, in, in open space? Um, I still think you know, overall Bishop Dwinger um, is probably still the better team, um, even though that Wayne might have the, the best player on the field um, and, and may be able to do some electric things and, and might keep him in it for, for a long time in this game tomorrow night. But I think overall 
I think Bishop Doinger's defense is, is going to be able to slow down and, and control Nelson just enough uh, to pull out probably a, a pretty close victory, uh, maybe more than expected. And you probably wouldn't say that going into a matchup, but maybe at this time last year. He is Bryce Vance joining us here on the Hoopy Insurance Services High School Coaches Show. And you know, elsewhere, we got a bunch of non-conference matchups, and we'll talk about the Battle of Whitley County coming up tomorrow night, Cherubusco and Columbia City. Columbia City has won the first two in this matchup, dating over the last two years in convincing, convincing fashion. Greg Bolt's gone from Columbia City. Cherubusco gets Riley Buroff coming back, and they could potentially be a threat in the NECC small school division. But what do we expect out at CC tomorrow between these two teams? Yeah, I expect it to, to be the Riley Burroff show, and if he can, you know, elevate his play from pretty tremendous play last year um, over the course of the season, um, being Mr. Everything for, for Cherubusco um, last year, doing it mostly on the offensive side, through the air and on the ground, and, and showing up in spots and special teams and on defense as well, um, can he... Um, finally get this team over the hump over Columbia City, which Columbia City has dominated this matchup in the last two seasons. There, there are only two matchups. The, the, uh, Cherubusco has only scored seven points combined in the last two years. So um, if, if Cherubusco is able to you know, get a season-opening victory, I think that it's all going to come down to Riley Buroff and, and, and Wyatt Marks and, and a whole bunch of other guys that are coming back for Cherubusco um, and are very experienced. Um, if they're, they're going to go into CC, I think, it, but it's mostly going to rely on on Riley Buroff and, and moving this offense down the field consistently and getting into scoring position and threatening uh, this Columbia City team that that you know, like you said, lost quite a bit, but still has some some pieces that are back that are still pretty pretty experienced and is not going to be um, a, a rebuilding effort in Columbia City by no means, uh, but still um, maybe not as as tough and formidable as they were last year. Bryce, when we look at the NEA starting off tomorrow, there's a lot of really interesting matchups coming up outside of the conference. We talked about Cherubusco, Columbia City. I think DeKalb Angola has some in intrigue. Kokomo and Leo tomorrow. Kokomo's no slouch. They won eight games a year ago. Marion and New Haven. That could be a track meet on turf. Norwell yeah. goes to Mississippi tomorrow. And Mississippi is no slouch. They have their quarterback coming back and a thousand yard rusher from a team that won several games last year and beat both New Haven and Wayne in the playoffs. You know, Plymouth East Noble looks good on paper, although Plymouth went winless last year, so they're kind of in transition. But there's a lot of games to keep an eye on in the surrounding area when we're talking Northeast State matchups tomorrow. Yeah, the one that probably intrigues me the most is Kokomo at Leo. Uh, you mentioned, you know, the Wildcats coming off an 8-3 and three season. They bring back their starting quarterback, who's a dual-threat guy, um, and, and can, you know, obviously do it through the air and, and did it very proficiently. They, they did lose some of their weapons, um, their top receivers, I believe, both uh, all graduated, their uh, top rusher as well. But still, they still have some of their top tacklers back on the defensive side, and, and Leo breaking in. Uh, a new quarterback, a new offensive style under Coach Dorfler, uh, um, and, and it's not going to be so much run heavy. They're going to try to find a, a mix of run and pass, and there's still, you know, quite a bit of talent. You know, with Ethan Crawford back, there's still a couple of, of offensive linemen that are back um, to, to help. You know, you know, keep some consistency um, with this this Leo attack, and this Leo team should still be very good on both sides of the ball. Uh, that matchup probably intrigues me the most just because I think we could get a good, a really good gauge on how 
how Leo's season is going to go facing up against uh, another class 4A school um, that could potentially, you know, be a regional matchup uh, opponent down the line um, if both these teams make it that far. But I think um, we're going to get a real good gauge of, of how good Leo is tomorrow and, and, and all the other teams, too, that, you, that we talked about. I think for East Noble, um, they're kind of, I think, in a, in a transition year. Uh, this might be, you know, as, as much as East Noble has, you know, reloaded and not rebuilt over the last, um, you know, five years or so under Coach Luke Amstutz, this might be the most rebuild-type year that they have with all the new faces that are that are going to be present. You know, the one consistency that they do have is Xander Brazel, who, you know, performed very well as a sophomore in his first year. Uh, is going to be working with a lot of new offensive pieces, and a new face in the backfield, some new faces up front, um, and that defense – um, and graduated a lot of guys as well, but they have built a consistent program over the last few years, and, and I think that East Noble should win um, pretty convincingly as Plymouth has been, and been down, as you mentioned, winless last year. They're still probably pretty down, pretty young team, uh, but East Noble should you know, come out with a victory and, and probably be tested over the next couple of weeks. Bryce, a final game I wanted to ask you about coming up uh, tomorrow evening, and it's going to happen in Garrett with the Railroaders. Oh. Four straight losing seasons for the Railroaders. There's optimism again this year despite some losses to graduation. Meanwhile, Adam Central coming to town tomorrow evening. You know, Coach Michael Mosher, one of the, the, the biggest coaches in terms of tempering enthusiasm. Despite what that team lost, they, they're still absolutely loaded. Could Garrett at least hang around with Adam Central? Because I think, you know, this time every year we're kind of waiting for Garrett to, to put it together. Yeah, I mean, ever since they made it to semi-state, I believe all the way back in 2016, it's kind of just been average or below average in Garrett. And I know that doesn't sit well with the people up there in Garrett very much. Um, and they're and they're waiting for, you know, a comeback season. And, and you know, they might get see some, some flashes of that this year with Aiden Lytle back, Robert Kosky back in the backfield. I mean, that one-two combination back there um, at least provides some hope offensively because the offense was very inconsistent last year um, in, in scoring. You know, they would have, you know, a couple of scores. Uh, there was a couple of games where they would score, you know, about 28 points, and then the next week they would score zero. Um, and they're just looking for some consistency on the offensive side of the ball. Um, and, I, and I think them being a bigger school than Adam Central really doesn't make that much of a difference because AC has just been – um, a, a powerhouse um, for the last few years and, you know, for the last decade under Coach Moser. Um, and, and, you know, Garrett, I think, could provide a, a good test uh, because the following two weeks for Adam Central are equally as tough as they, you know, host Eastside next week and then they face Covenant Christian the following week at, a couple of years ago against South Adams. So um, a good non-conference stretch for AC to start the year. Um, and I, I do think they will handle business, but I think, the combination of, of Koski and Lytle does keep the game close, at least through the first half on Garrett tomorrow night. Bryce, we used to uh, say you were with KPC Media Group, but we're no longer saying that. Where can folks find you now? Um, that is correct. I am no longer with KPC Media Group. I am with Outside the Huddle now, um, as I believe you are very familiar with that. Yeah, I'm fine, familiar. Fine, fine, fine organization. Working <laughs> alongside Blitz. Um, bounce um, as well once basketball season comes around. So um, I've had an article, at least one article published so far on Outside the Huddle and have another one coming out tomorrow. Um, and tomorrow for game coverage, I will be out at Gandy Field for Cherubusco at Columbia City. 
Great lead in as we're going to talk to uh, Coach Fox here in just a couple minutes. We'll get the breakdown of that. But, Bryce, appreciate it. Uh, back back to start off the show each and every Thursday for better or worse. We appreciate it. All righty. Thank you, Justin. All right, buddy. That was Bryce Vance joining us with, with Outside the Huddle now, outsidethehuddle.net. So if you want to check out Bryce Vance's work, head on over there. Uh, to check it all out. And once again, he'll be out at the uh, Whitley County Showdown tomorrow night between Cherubusco and Columbia City. We're going to look at that game in detail when we come back with Columbia City head coach Brett Fox. Also, Ben Johnson, head coach of the Northside Legends, also will join us between now and 645 when we give way to Tin Caps Baseball. You're listening to the Hoopy Insurance Services High School Coaches Show on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. No voting machines connected to the Internet. Voter identification required. You hear a lot about voter security lately. The state of Indiana has more than 20 security procedures in place. These are just a few to ensure that all votes are secure and accurately counted. Okay, that's a lot. So you can rest assured that in Indiana, your vote is private, protected, and accurately recorded. You can count on it. Sponsored by the Indiana Secretary of State, this station and the Indiana Broadcasters Association. It's the back-to-school bonanza from Shield Exteriors, home of the True Lifetime Warranty. Text the word SHIELD to 46862 and register to win a grand prize of $5,000 in back-to-school cash. Shield Exteriors Roofing, protecting what matters most. It's Chris Broussard, and now a message from Discover about real rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty. Simple as that. Preferably with something you actually want and something you can actually use. Something like Cashback Match. Discover matches all the cashback you've earned at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar. Because when it comes to rewards, you can't go wrong with cashback. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Hey, it's Jason Smith, and now a message from Discover about customer service and common sense. When you have credit card questions, it's nice to have them answered by a real, live person. You know, a human being who actually understands your issues and works to resolve them. Someone with a knack for helping others and a pulse. In other words... What you don't need is a robot, and that's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. We call this live customer service, emphasis on the live. Discover, exceptionally common sense. I expect it to be a lot easier. I thought it was going to be a piece of cake. I didn't know what step to take next. I was transitioning from the military. I was a vehicle gunner. An avionics specialist. I was an MP, military police. My friends thought I could do anything. I missed my unit, my family. Playing with my daughter, I, I felt like a stranger. I was overwhelmed. I couldn't sleep. I just wanted to be by myself. I didn't have a clear sense of what to do next. I was too proud. And then I thought, if I'm going through this, other veterans have gone through it too, right? It started to open up. And it made a huge difference. So I reached out and I saw that I wasn't alone. Because before I was able to take on my next mission, I had to take on just taking care of myself. To find purpose. purpose. Go to maketheconnection.net to learn how other veterans have overcome the challenges of transitioning out of the military. 
back to the Hoopy Insurance Services High School Coaches Show on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to the Hoopy Insurance Services High School Coaches Show. Justin Kenny here holding it down to about 645 as we inch ever closer to week one of the high school football season kicking off here Throughout the state of Indiana tomorrow night, you can listen to the game of the week here on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. The guys will be out at Homestead High School. If you can find your way around the maze and get your way to the football field, Davis Walter Stadium, it will be Northrop and Homestead coming up tomorrow night. The uh, pregame show at 6 o'clock, kickoff at 7, and then, of course, afterwards at the Pizza Hut, you can listen to the postgame show. Scores, highlights, and everything else you need to know on the opening night of high school football. And joining us right now, we'll talk some Columbia City football with our buddy Brett Fox, head coach of the Eagles. Coach, how are you? I'm great, man. You doing all right? Oh, we're hanging in, man. And, I, you know, it's, it's, it's mixed emotions right now, and that was kind of my first question for you. And as a coach, what are some of the emotions going through the minds and bodies right now of head coaches throughout the state of Indiana? Um, I think it's just a, a little bit of excitement, you know, like you just, uh, just pumped up, you're ready to go. I, like I, and I, I've had some people ask me today at school, Hey coach, you ready for Friday night? And it's like, yeah, man. Like I, and it's a little bit different than some other years. And like, I mean, this year, I think I'm just really excited and you're kind of losing sleep just like the, the guys probably are like, it's just, it's a different kind of feel this year. Um, you know, we're excited about it, and, and you're just as nervous as the kids. And, and uh, you know, one of the things I like to do <laughs> traditionally, and I think my wife hates it, but I love to watch uh, Boys of the Fall, uh, Ken, the Kenny Chesney yeah. documentary. Um, and then I follow that up with Varsity Blues because by that time she's asleep because she wants nothing <laughs> to do with Varsity Blues. <laughs> really? It's, it's a great movie. I know. That's what that's what I try to tell her. Like it's <laughs> you know, it teaches you a lot of not, what not to do. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> I have to imagine something. You know, maybe one emotion is is relief. Are you actually you know, relief that you know, we're finally getting started and playing some football games? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Relief. I mean, last week when you had the scrimmage, it's kind of nice because you're hitting somebody else, but it's not the same. I mean, you got so many snaps that you're allowed to have people in. You've got, you know, so many situations that you want to work and you want to, you want to, you want to go after and, and you want to be kind of vanilla, but like, this is like, it's the real deal. And, and there is some relief. Um, you know, I think once that opening kickoff and you kind of settle in and you, and you go through that and, and and you see that and you see how your players react and you see how they they play and and you just uh it's almost like you know you're telling them all week hey trust me like like <laughs> you have been taught like how to do this you're you're in the right spot like you just got to trust your instincts and uh sometimes we need to listen to that as a, as a coach as well well one unexpected uh, thing we have with Columbia City seemingly for the first time in like 8 years Greg Bolt won't be behind center and he was always kind <laughs> of a given right and, and I'm sure with you too is okay I got Greg back there let's just build out from that so how does that change things now not having Mr. Bolt back there Um it's it's a little bit different I mean you get you get comfortable in that but the other thing it's it's a challenge too right like um, you know, I've had four four years with Greg, and so you had a, a year or two where you're learning. Bay has left. Lost Coach Fox here. Are you there, Coach? 
will effort to get Coach Fox back here as he uh, had a bit of a dead spot. But, yeah, he was talking about it, about Greg Bolden. It's something that you you take so much for granted when you have an experienced football coach, or excuse me, a first-time uh, four-year starter at quarterback is is pretty wild. And it's something that you just get used to having back there because he's just a constant and just having him back there time and time again for four straight years is, is, is pretty wild. So, um, you know, for them to, to, to now have to move on from, from, uh, from Greg is huge. And coach, are you there? Still don't have coach. We'll try to work on it here. Um, and try to get him back on, but, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting just how Columbia City goes forward because they have Ethan Seavers back at Russia at uh, running back, and he's going to be huge because you have a thousand yard rusher, and to get him in terms of being the the leading rusher and experienced back as a thousand yard rusher, nine touchdowns a year ago, and Greg Bolt was actually a guy that could scramble as well last year. And people don't give him that credit, but, you know, he rushed for almost 500 yards and eight scores last season. So when you look at the rushing game, Columbia City seemed good in good hands with Seavers, but we'll see. We'll talk to Coach Fox here in just a second when we get him back uh, on just where Columbia City goes. But, uh, Coach, hey. we lost you there for a second, but we were talking about the quarterback position and moving on from Greg Bolt. Yeah, hey, I apologize for that. You no know, worries. Actually, I kind of – Blame uh, Grant Moser for that. His Amish uh, wavelength must have been getting in the way, you know, out here. So, um, uh, but no, uh, you know, we're just talking about just uh, I got to do a better job of learning um, and being able to to figure out where uh, I can trust Colton uh, Piper, um, and uh, he's just a a great kid with a lot of a lot of great skills as well. And uh, it's just a it's a work in progress. Um, and you know it was a great four years with Greg, and I wish him well at St. Francis. And and I know that he will do well. Um, and um, it's just it, it is a different kind of feel when you're like, okay, you know, we kind of leaned on him for four years, and now uh, uh, we got a new person under center, and um, and Colton brings a different skill set. Um, so just. A, a great kid, um, but there, there's just different things that they both do well, and so we got to learn that quickly. Yeah, you mentioned Colton Piper, who'll be a senior. You know, moves over from from wide receiver, has played some some quarterback at the lower levels for you, but now is now QB one. But he'll have plenty of offensive help. I mentioned Ethan Sievers coming back, thousand yard rusher. Is uh, you know Stratton Fuller's back as as a sophomore, so you get your leading receiver back as well. So. That's got to help a guy trying to settle in at quarterback knowing that he has some proven talent around him. Yeah, and that's what we kind of told Colton is like, it's not that Colton can't do exceptional things. He can do exceptional things. Um, you know, we're just we're just asking him, like, you've got a lot of pieces around you that you can lean on and you can trust and you can um, just kind of uh, allow those guys to carry you and, and, and put you in successful situations. Um, and so having Ethan back there and, and having Stratton back and even uh, Peyton Shear for us, I mean, you know, Peyton uh, being in, like, second year playing for us um, at tight end, and he's our second leading receiver coming back. But, I mean, he's a huge target. I mean, 6'5", probably about 215 going across the, the middle and, and things like that for us. Um, and so – 
it's not all on Colton's shoulders, and we're not asking Colton to, um, to do anything that he's not capable of. Coach, defensively, I think, you know, in terms of returning guys, there may be a bigger piece of the defense and Josh Arnt's back. He was one of your leading tacklers last year in all facets of the game. But that defense and, and what you expect them to do, you know, from the jump, because it's a difficult assignment to start off week one against Cherubusco's offense. And they've been able to handle it, you know, the last two years, only giving up a single touchdown in these first two matchups that you've ever had with Cherubusco. So what are the principles they need to understand tomorrow and what kind of potential do you feel this defensive unit has long term? Uh, yeah, it is a challenging offense uh, to face week one. I mean, Cherubusco... They've ran that forever, um, you know, and they, it's very deceptive. Um, and so, you know, you have to be more disciplined than what they are. Um, you have to read your keys and be on top of your keys, not look at the backfield and make sure that you are, uh, you're just, you're, you're, you're letting your keys take you to where the ball is. Um, but I think, you know, we got some guys in there, like you said, Josh Arntz, who's a, a wonderful player and kind of got the spark going for us and making an interception against Cherubusco last year um, and kind of sparking, sparking our offense in that game by giving us great field position. Um, but we also, you know, I think we're a little bit faster um, defensively. Um, you know, we take Dominic Chacon, who played strong safety for us last year, and he's playing middle linebacker for us. Um, and then... Uh, you know, you move Ethan Sievers from a backup corner into middle linebacker, and all of a sudden um, you have two of your fastest kids playing middle linebacker. Um, and then, you know, to back that up, we, we got this uh, kid that uh, came in last year a couple games in and uh, didn't get to play a lot, um, but in Justice Goree, which I think is going to be a, a big name for for people to hear and people to see um, for us that it's going to come in and help those guys out at linebacker and he'll play some on offense too, but um, it's just fun to watch them. Um, and, and you got two guys on the defensive line that were second team all conference for us last year that are back. Um, Riley Tucker, a uh, big kid in the middle, which may not get a lot of tackles, but I mean, you, you have to double team him on everything back. And uh, it's been fun the last couple of weeks in practice. Um, it's kind of been a, a flip. Um, you know, offensively, we've been doing really, really well in practice against the ones um, when we go one, ones versus ones. And now uh, uh, you're seeing the defense getting a little bit mad about it and kind of setting the tone uh, with our defensive line play. Um, so it's a lot of fun to watch them. Perhaps the most exciting thing about tomorrow, Coach, is you get to kick off the season at home, and it's a great atmosphere out at Columbia City for game nights. And, you know, you get five home games this year. Of course, it you know kind of alternates five and four most years. So you get three of your first four at home, four of your first six. So right off the bat, you get to a front-loaded schedule in terms of your home games. Yeah, it's always a good, a good year. And, you know, when you get the five uh, home games and just the way that it it lines up, and so we got to take advantage of that, come out fast, come out aggressive. Um, you know, we try to uh, just have a, a lot of fun at our home games. Um, I think it's a great atmosphere, like you said. I think our kids feed off of it. Um, you know, our student section coming out, um, you know, and we're going to be trying to, you know, pack the house. You know, this being kind of a, a county game for us, um, you know, and one where when we hosted them the very first time, you know, we were under COVID restrictions and it was the first week of that. So nobody really knew what it was going to look like. And, and we had so many fans allowed inside the stand. So there was, you know, we sold that out. 
but then you had people outside the stands that were parking and, and kind of, you know, in their car, in their truck, in their, you know, in their lawn chairs, uh, which was fun to watch. So now having it open and having the kids back in there, um, hopefully a full student section, the band rocking, um, you know, some fireworks ready and, and um, just, uh, you know, went out and, you know, trying to, pump up the crowd and got got an old t-shirt cannon and and those kind of things so it's, it's going to be a, a a ruckus uh environment and i hope that um when people come into columbia city um that's one of the first things they say is man like they're going to have a good crowd it's going to be loud it's going to be passionate um and and i just i just can't say enough about our community uh the way that they show out no matter what sport it is, um, you know, whether it's our softball team, um, whether it's our, you know, our, our basketball teams, like, like we travel well, uh, people like to, to, to play against us because they know we're going to pack the away stands. We're going to pack the home stands and it's just a fun atmosphere. Um, so if you haven't traveled over to the Columbia city to see a game, you like to go different high school games, I encourage you to come over. You know, the comment we get all the time is it feels like a college campus because we got our middle school and one of our elementaries on the same campus here. It's our beautiful new high school, but it's uh, it's gorgeous. Wonderful facility out there at Columbia City for sure. Coach, appreciate you joining us. Good luck tomorrow night against Busco. Yeah, hopefully it goes uh, smoother than our phone call and I don't have any <laughs> drop reception or anything like that. So thanks uh, for having me on. and. Uh, uh, I, you know, can't believe you're making me uh, kick it off for you. So you must have been desperate tonight. Yeah, it goes uphill from here for sure. <laughs> hey, take care. <laughs> All right, buddy. So, yeah, that was Coach uh, Brett Fox from the Columbia City Eagles joining us here on the High School Coaches Show. We're going to take a break. We'll talk SAC, SAC football when we come back. Northside Coach Ben Johnson will join us. You're listening to the Hoopy Insurance Services High School Coaches Show here on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. This is Matt Hoopy of Hoopy Insurance Services, and I want you to think of me as your personal shopper for all of your insurance needs. As an independent agent, I can do the research and comparisons to find the right company and coverage that fits your needs, not just sell you a cookie-cutter, one-size-fits-all policy from some of the national companies. Besides shopping price, I look for companies that put you first when it comes to filing a claim. With an independent agency like Hoopy Insurance Services, not only do we have dozens of options to find the right policy that meets your needs we work with companies that deliver service when you need them most and you always have an advocate that isn't an employee of the company but has leverage with the company to help you have a stress-free experience before you renew or if you have new insurance needs let's talk about the differences contact me matt hoopia hoopia insurance we represent you that's why we say our family serving your family since 1981 Co-heating and air conditioning, your independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer, one family owned and still going strong for 60 years. Decade after decade, Co-heating and Air has been known for providing quality heating and cooling services that ensure your family stays comfortable year-around. That's no accident. That's a legacy of customer care, excellence, and relationships that have endured from generation to generation. Go with who you know. Go with Co. Proud to be your American Standard dealer. Find them at CoHeatCool.com today. DQ presents... How to experience the new DQ Reese's Take 5 Blizzard with your five senses. First, open your eyes and see it all. Reese's, peanut butter cups, caramel, peanuts, pretzels. <gasps> it's beautiful. Then feel it. Oh, it's cold. Next, listen to it. 
Now, smell it with your nose. Oh, sweet top notes. And finally, taste it. Experience the new Reese's Take 5 Blizzard today. DQ, happy tastes good. Get it delivered at DQ.com. Delivery subject to availability, additional fees, and minimum order requirements. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, starting trouble. No one likes that. We'll get you set up for some stronger starts. You might just need a fresh charge, and we'll take care of that free of charge. But if it is time for a new battery, we've got replacement batteries that'll fit your needs, starting at just $69.99. You can learn more about our battery selection at AutoZone.com. That's what makes us America's number one battery destination. Claim based on data from the NPD Group 2021. This is the Hoopy Insurance Services High School Coaches Show on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to the High School Coaches Show. I'm Justin Kenny here for about 10 or so more minutes. We'll give way to Tin Caps Baseball from Parkview Field. At about 6.45, Tin Caps hosting the Dayton Dragons this evening. Thirsty Thursday night tonight out at the ballpark. Head on out if you want to enjoy a nice late summer evening outside. If you also want to do that tomorrow, you can head over to Spooler Stadium and check out the Northside Legends and the Snyder Panthers kickoff at 7 o'clock. Head coach of the Northside Legends is Mr. Ben Johnson. Joins us right now. Coach, how are you? I'm doing great. How you doing, sir? Not bad, Coach. And, and I asked Coach Brett Fox at Columbia City this earlier. I'll ask you, night before the start of the season, what are the emotions going through a high school football coach right now? Um, first of all, I just want to say thanks for having me. Um, and then the next thing is just uh, I'm just feeling real anxious and, and feeling excited and just feeling just ready to go. You know, I, I wish, you know, the game was kicking off tonight, but I'm definitely going to get a good night's sleep and, you know, be ready to go tomorrow. So you feel confident you're going to get a good night's sleep. You're not going to be tossing and turning all night. I think I'm probably going to be tossing and turning <laughs> all night. Uh, about 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning. I, I just hope that I can be in the bed by midnight. Those <laughs> you know, Coach, this has uh, become quite the, uh, the the week one game a couple years ago. You know, Northside hand Snyder a 30-point loss. Last year it was Nick Talamantes with the long field goal in the closing seconds to, to win and, and beat you guys. Was that a game last year that was, you know, immediately out of sight, out of mind, or, or has it been a galvanizing thing for you guys, you know, in the off season preparing for Snyder in week one after what happened last year? Oh, yeah. I mean, we spoke on the game two years ago when we played at North Third. We didn't have any fans. And then, you know, you fast forward to the year after, I mean, it was packed out at Chambers, man. It was almost 3,000 people here. And then, um, so, you know, after that loss, you know, we just, you know, the kids talked about it all year long because we know we got to play Snyder week one. And all we talked about is, you know, what can we do uh, better, you know, as far as preparation, as far as more conditioning, as far as, you know, taking care of the kids' bodies, you know, hydrating so we don't, you know, fall into those same things that we did last year with cramping and, you know, stuff like that. So, uh, we just been doing all the little things, you know, better than we did last summer, you know, to prepare. So we'd be ready to go and we could finish the game. Hey, Coach, when you when you look at the matchup and, and you had Brevon Bassett at quarterback last year, and he made some good throws. I, I feel like people maybe don't give Brevon enough credit for what he did last year at quarterback, but it was very much, you know, his athleticism put him in that situation. And now you have Bodie come over from Bishop Dwanger, and it allows you to move Brayvon elsewhere, or Brayshawn, excuse me, to Brayshawn elsewhere. So what does that do for you in two ways? It gives you Bodie, uh, you know, a legit QB1, and it allows you to play 
Brayshawn off the ball and be a weapon elsewhere. Oh, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it gives us more depth to our team. So, you know, now, uh, you know, Brayshawn Bassett is a tremendous athlete. I mean, we could put him at running back. We could put him at sniffer, uh, receiver, outside linebacker, inside linebacker, DN, and we can line him up at free safety. I mean, the kid is a jack of all trades. But then, you know, Bodie comes in, and, and now he can throw it all over the place, and he also can run like a gazelle. So it just <laughs> gives us, you know, more options and just more depth to our team, you know, much-needed depth that we needed. And, you know, talking about Bodie Dickerson saw today, he's one of your three captains. And that says something. A, a kid coming over into the locker room can, can be new, can be tough to acclimate himself. But it sounds like he's done a tremendous job now being named one of your captains. From day one, Bodie came in. The very next day, he was just leading the weight room. Um, you know, we had our kids vote on captains, and, and, and Bodie was unanimous decision. Throughout the, our whole entire program, the kids voted him as a captain. So um, if that says a lot about the kid's character from the first day he walked in, you know, he just doesn't talk the talk. He actually walks in, man, with his leadership and his character each and every day. Yeah, and of course, his dad, uh, a legacy at Northside, Cliff Dickerson. Remember watching him. Uh, as a kid, play play basketball at Northside. So a great guy and great lineage there. And he also played quarterback too. He did. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And did. He wore number fourteen, and, and Bodie's wearing fourteen this year. So we really excited. Uh, yeah, I talked to Bodie about wearing his dad's number, and his dad said, you know, you better not shame it. So uh, he's got to show out not just for Coach Johnson, but his dad to uh, to not uh, give that fourteen a bad name. Right. <laughs> you know, Coach, you know, when we look at this matchup coming in tomorrow and even and, and even Northside going down throughout the season is something that we can say is you guys have pieces up front. When you look at Jordan King and you look at, at Mitch Vargovich on the defensive side and, and stuff, you have some guys in the trenches that can win some battles. And we know over the rigors of the nine-week SAC season, you got to do that. So we can say Northside as athletes, you, you do, but – Man, I think the optimism is high for what you got up front. Oh, yeah. I mean, and you named a couple. I mean, Devon Haney Jr., he's a, uh, he played both ways for us last year as a sophomore. He's back. He's going to be kind of more one-way this year. Um, then we got Tay Young, Holly Chapman, you know, that kid. He had a great offseason. You know, uh, Christian Stalling, another kid that was voted captain. He's going to be playing some guard for us, helping us out a little bit on defense. That we excited about Jeremiah Adams. I mean, this is I'm, this year. I feel so great about both of our offensive lines and defensive line that I ever had in the last three years that I've been here at Northside. So I'm very excited about you know those units because I mean that's where football games are won on every level. I don't it's the pros, college, all the way down to pot Warner football. Coach, can't let you go without asking about Tay-Tay, Bronte Johnson, and, you know, a great junior player and a jack-of-all-trades offense, defense, special teams. Now in his third year of varsity action, what do you expect to see out of Tay-Tay on the field on Friday nights? Man, um, again, I, I get asked this question all the time about how I feel about the kid. And, you know, I may be biased. I'm his coach, but I just feel like he's the best player in the country. The kid has put on 10 pounds of muscle. He's way more in shape. He's ready for the double teams. He's ready to, you know, be on the field both ways and just doing his thing. And, you know, I'm just so proud of, of him and his growth. Uh, he's been a tremendous leader. You know, if he was a senior this year, he would have been a captain. Um, so, 
that kid's just, again, man, we could put him anywhere, you know. We could put him at quarterback. Uh, you know, if I need him to play right tackle, he's not going to look at me crazy <laughs> and, and block to the whistle. I mean, he's just one of those type of kids, and that's the game he's going to tear down the kitchen net. So that kid, man, uh, you know, I, I'm blessed and I'm honored to be able to coach a kid of his caliber. And um, I'm just excited to see what he does this year to help our team win ball games. Coach, hey, I appreciate the time. Thanks a lot. I know you got a lot to get done here in the uh, last few hours uh, before week one of the high school football season tomorrow night. And try to get some sleep tonight. All right, my man? I would, I would definitely try. And again, man, thanks for having me. And, and thank you for all the, you know, the sports coverage that you do for Northeast Indiana. You do a great job. All right, buddy. Appreciate it. Take care. Good luck tomorrow. All right. Appreciate you. That was Coach Bed Johnson of the Northside Legends. Joining us here on the High School Coaches Show, his team went 2-7 and seven last year in Coach Johnson's first season. But, man, that week one game last week, last year, Northside takes a 32-31 to 31 lead in the final minute of the game. Snyder gets down the field close enough without zero timeouts. Um, a, 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 a Tyrese Brown run out of bounds gives Snyder a tick left. Nick Talamentes makes a 47-yard field goal to win. And that was after he missed short a 48-yard field goal to end the first half that Bronte Johnson returned for a touchdown. So uh, just great game last year, and, and Coach Johnson now hoping that. Podcasts by Federated Media.